shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. Father, we bless your holy name this afternoon. Our time is really fast spent. Let's go. Uh, amen. The Lord is here to teach us. Amen. So uh, we're just going to trust the Spirit. Amen. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, worship team. God bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will preserve you. In the name of Jesus, you heights to heights. Amen. The apostle of the Spirit. Uh, dwells among us. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, I greet everyone in the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us again for this Saturday, this fellowship. The Lord reward you in the name of Jesus. Uh, my daughter is back from Nigeria. Nigeria looks good on you. I know I have a testimony too. In 2019, when I landed, they went to Potakot. It's like, once you just go back home, you don't have sense. Yes. Yeah, they just, just correct something. Give you. <laughs> <laughs> I could testify for Sister Tolu as well. When she got back last year, I was like, ah, this girl looks, it's like, the only ghost is there. Praise <laughs> <laughs> God. I could, you know, I, you know, after you walk with the Spirit, after you, walk, you know Him. You know, in this land, it's a fight. You have him, we have him, but he's fighting many things in the air. But when I landed in Potakot, I just felt he was there. I was like, I felt at home. I've never been to Potakot before. I was like, it's like going there for, for work or whatever. I just felt at home. And not home because of home. Home because my friend was there. Holy Ghost was there. Biggest. And as the told, you know, Nigeria physically there's a lot of problems. But there's something that the land has done. And in, in many countries in Africa, there's something that the land, that that's, uh, just that Christianity has done, it, it welcomes the Holy Ghost. Yes. So, you know, when I used to be in Nigeria, and my head was not correct, I hated the country. You know, because you are always looking at the physical. But when I went back to visit, I love the place. It was like actually a vacation for me. Away from the evil spirits in Canada. Amen. <laughs> just, you know, just be comfortable being with the Holy Ghost in the dimension of just the Holy Ghost, the spirit. I'm not talking about the physical. No. Don't worry. You don't have to tell me. You know that the problems are almost insurmountable. <laughs> the physical problems with the land. Amen. Praise God. But I kid you not. You know, Jenny said something. That the way Satan used to propagate his true men, that's how evil spirits have come and have dominion. Men obey them. And so you now be as though the whole land is an evil land. So the same way God will also propagate the land. True men. And that's what you feel when you go to such places. Where God has overpowered some men. And there's some kind of dominion of the spirit in the land. Yes. 
As, when you are spiritual, you will feel it. If you are not spiritual, then you will see all the problems. But when you are spiritual, you will. I'm not saying you should now move back to Nigeria. Maybe you are calling this year. And you'll be like, you will just tell us peace one day, man. I'm going back to my father's land. Amen. Your place is here. Praise God. Because God also wants to win this land through us. He needs us. God needs us. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we blessed in the house already? God, we've been blessed. We've been blessed through the sessions. How many of us are still enjoying SOC, School of Christ? Amen. It's your meeting, though. I don't know why people are quiet. It's your meeting. That's like people are supposed to be. Any question? I think you're planning with attention. You say, my head. Uh, we are not even involved, the very not involved, we are just, it's your meeting, the intention is for you. That's your, that's your time. Amen. That's your time to break into understanding and ask questions. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, when I sit here, I know that it's difficult for you to ask me questions. <laughs> Amen. Are we blessed? Are we ready today? Uh, let's go to Colossians chapter 2. Let's see what the Bible has for us. What the Lord has for us today. Colossians chapter 2. I read from verse 6. Oh, thank you, Jesus. As he has therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in him. Colossians chapter 2 from verse 6. As he has therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. So what do you mean to receive Christ Jesus the Lord? You are born again. And so that's where they say altar call. Uh, for as many who want to receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, come forward and give you 10 seconds and begin to count. And you come forward and you get born again. So now you have received Christ Jesus the Lord. Is that simple? It's actually it's literally that simple. <laughs> Literally, it's that simple. But now, Paul is saying, as you have now received Christ just now. Amen? Now that you are born again, the next step is that you do what? Walk ye in him. Exactly. Walk ye in him. Now, how do we walk? Colon. How do we walk ye in him? Colon. Rooted and built up in him. Do you get me? This is plain. The rabbi said, write the vision and make it plain. So, if you agree saying you're not doing this, there's a problem. Seriously. Wahala everywhere. But seriously, there's a problem everywhere. If you are born again, you've been established, you know you are going to church everything, and you are not being rooted and built up in him. It means you are not walking in him. Do you get me? What does that mean? You are not walking in him. So you, I can be born again and not walking in him. That's why I'm canon. That's why when he says A, you are doing B. 
says he wants you wants to grow you up. He says he wants to be CEO. All those things is because you are not walking here in him. When they say, okay, define eternal life, you say, I already have it. It's because, <laughs> all those assertions is because you don't want to walk, you don't want to do the work of walking in him. For them to lead you to enter the kingdom. For them to lead you to have eternal life. Amen. I don't know, I don't know if you will still like me. Because, uh, can I move on? Can I write on prosperity? <laughs> Let's lay it clear. This is Bible. So walking in Him, definition of walking in Him is rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith as ye have been taught. Breaking news, if you are not being taught, you cannot walk in Him. Amen. Praise God. So you are always trying to rush teaching. Oh, let's just do 30 minutes is okay. It means you don't want, people are don't, don't want to walk. That's why. Yes, so. They don't want to walk. Everybody is always avoiding that, running away from that thing. Let's increase worship time. <laughs> let's increase this time, that time. <laughs> but to meet message time, then you get me. It's because people don't want to walk. No teaching, no walking. Is that blunt? And the last thing, the problem, what Satan did to souls is terrible. Satan made soul hate coming under teaching. Why? How did he make the soul hate coming under teaching? Because he taught the soul another thing. So when you are coming under teaching, you are wondering, I already know it. Is that when we start teaching you about eternal life, you say, I already have eternal life. What am I even saying? I, should not, I might as well close my Bible. If you think you already have eternal life, why am I teaching you about eternal life? I used to want to say that D. I used to say the lies they even brought into the body. That's why I say, whosoever uses milk is unskillful in the world of righteousness. You need both. Am I communicating? Praise God. Or as a people say, oh, I'm in the, my, it's like the Father's great pleasure to enter the kingdom. I'm already in the kingdom. That is on skill. Lack of skill. Because if you read the whole chapter, Jesus said, take no thought for your life. That's that place. Is that the out of pity? He said, it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. <laughs> That was where he talked to He said, take no thought for your life. It means you can't enter kingdom with taking thought for your life. Mm-hmm. What you shall eat, what you shall drink. Then now say, seek ye first the kingdom of God. If you have it already, why are you seeking it? Mm-hmm. Have you? That and immediately after that, Jesus now said, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you. Question. Amen. Even amongst us who are enjoying teaching, we still don't like to be taught somewhere. 
Are you still, those are they, they don't drag the thing to the end. Who you, they are sitting right now. Do you get me? There's a limit that can go with my teaching. Am I lying? They, they, they get where I go reach. All your soul will need to become uneasy. I will feel it. <laughs> I will take the cue. <laughs> so, all that thing is a limited to a Any iota of not liking to be taught is a limited with God. And it's from a limited to a We have many limitations. Why would, okay, somebody say, okay, who, who do you, okay, I'm born again. Who do you believe in? Jesus Christ. He said, oh, there's a place they are teaching the doctrine of Christ and you, you are not interested in coming. Why is that? You are an enemy of God. This is, this is, not, this is how it is. Why? is an enmity talking. So what the argument, Paul was talking about the arguments. Satan will not bring up arguments. That argument is out of enmity. Why you should not come and learn? It's an enmity talking. It's an enemy talking. I was sharing with some people the other day <coughs> that in everlasting life, when you are dealing with everlasting father, the way you call an enemy is not the way that God calls an enemy. You, when you, you call somebody an enemy who wants to punch you, God will call someone an enemy who thinks one thing different from me. <laughs> Did that, you get what I mean? When the Bible says, for the carnal mind is what? Enmity against God. What is the opposite of enemy? Peace, friend. Then the Bible now says that the kingdom of God is not of meat and drink, but of what? Of righteousness first. Peace and then what? And joy in the Holy Ghost. It means you can be learning righteousness and have not made peace. Because when you make peace, judgment in mind. It means you can be learning Christ and you have not yet made peace. And you may be, and when everybody will see you are loving God. Because you are loving, uh, uh, for you to love God, how many people love Christ not to you? You are loving it like mad, not knowing somewhere you are still an enemy. And nobody, you know, physically, you know, ah, this person loves God, this person is, is at peace with God. But God knows that this person has a different thought, a different mind than he does. And God, being wrong, everlasting Father, will call you an enemy. Praise God. Now, why am I saying that? I want to show you something. Let's go on here. It says, rooted and built up in him. And establishing the faith all by teaching. So they root you by teaching, they establish you by teaching, they build you up by teaching. You can never escape teaching if you want to get to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now let's see more. Abounding therein with thanksgiving. Verse 8. Beware. These are enemies. I say what? Beware. Lest any man spoil you with what? True philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men and after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Praise God. Now, let me now 
break it down. This is uh, just just I uh, just forgive me, please. Amen. I'm a nice person. <laughs> Everybody say I'm a nice person. <laughs>
Your sister. Ah, uh, they are born again now, but so they take it easy with them. Sorry. They are born again, you'll be careful. To have God is a different thing. To have God is to have eternal life. Praise God. To have God is to have what? Eternal life. And eternal life is the learning and obedience. Praise God. It is he that abided in the doctrine of Christ. He have both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you, I'll preach this in the Christ dimension, but I'm not preaching to the high dimension. If there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine. What doctrine is that? The doctrine of Christ, not the doctrine of Pastor James. It's, a, it's not the doctrine of life with this yet. No, no. It's the doctrine of Christ. Jesus Christ is the owner of the doctrine. You get me? So if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house. Neither bid him God's speed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. Are you with me this morning? When they say evil, here, in, in, well, what we define as evil is not what God defines as evil. When they say evil, here, evil is a high thing. Evil, you call it good. Do you know what? Should I define God's definition of evil to you? The highest definition. Evil is departing from the living God. Let's see Hebrews chapter 3. That's the submission of what it is called evil. Think about it. When you commit an offense, what's the next thing that happens? You feel guilty. And what's the next thing that happens? You don't want to pray. You don't want to come to church. You don't want to come to fellowship. Are you saying that? It means evil makes you. What's the first thing Adam and Eve and Eve did? When they did it, they did. Amen. So let's see. They are addressing something. This is this is if you can catch if you can humble and catch this thing, you'll be saved. Amen. Hebrews chapter three. Hmm. Verse four. Take it, brethren, lest there be in any of you and evil hearts of unbelief. Now, people have thought it in different ways. They'll say unbelief, you need to be believing, have faith, so have faith for money. Mm-hmm. This one, that's bad. Evil heart of unbelief in departing, this is what the oldest unbelief does. In departing from the living God. It means this unbelief is not just faith for charity. No, this unbelief is that you are not believing teaching. And evil begins that when they tell you, whoa, there's, there, there's teaching, there's a teaching place, there's a teaching fellowship, go to church, teach, teach. And your soul is fighting, rejecting it. What's that? That's a heart of unbelief. 
So there is degree of unbelief. The first unbeliever is the one who does not even believe that Jesus is Lord. That's the beginning of unbelief. That's the first unbeliever. But amongst Christians, I'm just being clear in the spirit, they are unbelieving. They are unbelieving believers. Believers who Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me use school as an example. Let's say university, that four-year degree, you get me, is like getting born again. So, when you now believe that university, you now believe in it, and you enroll in university. But you now see that after university, there's something called masters. So, you can believe in university in the four-year degree, but you cannot reject masters. Do you see that? It's only because this is very important. You can also do math. I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I try. You mean, because there's one thing about soul. Soul wants to settle. There's always a design. So I'll go, I'll go again. At least I try now. See how they're through. They're not born again. I'm born again. I'll settle here. Soul wants to settle. Then even after another level, I'll make you believe in Christ. Okay, we're not letting Christ. Soul also wants to settle. There's another one called everlasting life. Soul wants to settle. And after everlasting life, there's another one called eternal life. Soul also wants to settle. By default, our soul wants to settle. Our soul wants to arrive at a place of rest. Even before when God has said you have to rest. So if they make breakthrough and now you are learning Christ, but you don't like everlasting life, what is happening? Enmity. If you are in everlasting life and you don't like eternal life, what is happening? Enmity. is from enmity to enmity. Are you now saying it? So even among the company of Christ, there can be enmity. The same way among the company of milk, there is enmity. The same way among the company of unbelievers in the world, <laughs> and that one is very obvious, there is what? There is enmity. If you are not so, the Lord will not say, some people will come to me that day, say, Lord, Lord, we cast out demons in your name. What did he say? Away from me, ye workers, you evil doers, ye workers of iniquity, for I know knowledge. No, no, knowledge. For I know knowledge. I know you not. It means that, and this is, this is as a minister of the gospel, you are in more dangerous spots than your congregation. I kid you not. If much has been committed to your hands, and you don't, if I don't give you a meeting juices, they will punch me with many more blows than you. <laughs> you get me. So the, most of the people who were, who just were friends today were ministers of the gospel who should know him. Who would, you get by default, it's not even a discussion. Everybody should know him. How much for a minister of the gospel? It means God, Jesus was bringing their, his knowledge to, to them. They are rejecting it. Why? Because they wanted a name. Though they were casting out demons in his name, but people were gathering unto them. They are enjoying it. And they know that once you start teaching doctrine of Christ, your congregation will adjust to... <laughs> <laughs> you get me? If you have one million people, once you open, you start teaching one, you say, ah, pastor, that teaching was deep. Well, you know, it was a bit long, sir. I hope it will not always be like this, so. <laughs> if a pastor is just do miracle, 
play house, teach for 20 minutes. He gets me. Somebody here, teach one or two things, bless you and go. You enjoy that. He gets me. But now, pastor is taking two hours to teach. Oh boy, congregation begin to less. And that's what people are afraid of. They say, oh, no. They will now shut down the Lord to keep doing what they are doing. Are we blessed today? I'm not even landed yet at all. I don't think I'm even blessed anything. Praise God. Does anyone have any question? I want us to be blessed today. Now, I want you to know something. That in everywhere you go, there is enmity against what you are hearing. Now, if the beginning of the gospel got you born again, and demons began to disturb you, right? When you got born again, now you're a Christian. Before you are not a believer, you're not even know. Demons were, they are threats, that's why. But now that you got born again, they got agitated. So now, you're not seeing, you're not start displaying all kinds of things. That's why you're not becoming for deliverance. Am I communicating? Are you saying that? Then if you now, every step you go further, you see the enmity increases. Mm-hmm. Am I communicating? Enmity increases, enmity increases, enmity increases. Do you know why? Do you want to know why? In every step further you go, Satan has more, more bullets to shoot at you. Do you want to know why? When you left milk dimension, milk boys can be used of Satan against you. I don't know if I'm communicating. Okay, let me. I'm just talking bluntly. Imagine if, for example, sorry, we could then just use you as an example. Imagine if, for the time maybe you were not here, do you get me? Is it was everything you said about what we did positive? Every thought. Are you saying that? Are you saying that? And me, it's not that I heard anything. I just know because I know the spirit. I know how things work. <laughs> when the ego was, he would come with a chance of lies. She would die. Why not by default? When, when you step out, it's because something has told, has convinced you out. And that thing has convinced you out, we want to keep you out. And so you start seeing that some people, maybe people who are among the brethren will talk to you and you will rub off on them with a negative fear. Can you say that? Now let me tell you, the number one thing that the Lord God hates is departure. Because it's an evil heart. It's because of that effect. <laughs> Amen? It's because of that effect. The effect you have, a soul who is departing will have effect on all the other souls who are remaining. <laughs> I like communicating. That's why God hates that thing to his core. Do you know till today, one cherubim departed heaven, God has to make a new heaven. You could have said, ah, no, but the boy has left. They still feel the absence. Imagine if this place was full, and all of a sudden, this whole row is empty. And every Sunday you come, the whole row is empty. Every day you enter, what do you remember? 
Eh, Lucy, Lucy. Wala. Wala, eh. <laughs> so it means that he left a stench in heaven. That God has to make a new heaven to heal that stench. You see where the thing is coming from? That's why God calls it the an evil heart of unbelief. In departing from the living God, you will leave a stain. God forbid, imagine he will be a leaves. God forbid. Thank you, sir. Imagine he be a leaves. Everybody now wants to go and find out why she left. And then by the time she gives a testimony of why she left, what has happened? The evil spirit that helped her leave will help sow seed to everybody that is left in the congregation. Are you seeing how Satan works? That's why God hates that. Praise God. <laughs> Everything is, is, you know, it's like a scale. When you put one weight on one scale, it will tip the balance on the other weight. Before you know it, as, as I'm teaching, I'll be feeling something. Don't worry, has happened before. <laughs> I'll be feeling for a year. I don't know what's going on. What's going on in the ministry? And I don't know what happened. That something happened between two sisters. Something happened. It didn't shock the guy. I don't know. Nobody told me. I don't know why people don't tell me some things. <laughs> and then everybody will be judging. But if Pastor James knows that this has happened, why is this happening? Why is this person allowing this person to do this? Whereas I did not know. So people were judging me based on things I did not know. But why could you? Every time I go to minister, I'm smiling. Everyone is smiling. <laughs> Satan knows how to do things. That's why, when you think about what destroyed the people of Israel in, in Israel was murmuring. Those things, it destroyed, it carcasses. Ten people, just ten people destroyed the whole nation. And it just sat with ten, was aside with one. Who began to spread the news until Caleb and Joseph said, No, we are not going to join you. You know, those people, when they came to give report to the Israelites, they knew what they were doing. They've been having conversations. They spent 40 days in that place. If I spend 40 days with you, Oh boy, you will come like me now. You will come and stay in my house for 40 days. You will have eternal life. It's not, I won't be sitting there and watch TV with you now. What are we watching? I know that I only have this one. I don't know when next you will come. Ah, you went down. <laughs> Every day session. Uh, don't try your cartoon for seven hours. It will shock you. I don't know where next you have the opportunity now. After you leave that house 40 days, you will never leave. Though you are physically left, the house. Glory to God. Evil. Evil are twisted. So they use philosophy, traditions of them, big seeds, in every dimension. You are being worn at. What against? 
we still looking? Yes, sir. So it is your responsible, your responsibility to guard your heart with what? With all diligence. It's your responsibility, you get me, to abide. You get me. Now, that sister, I think I'm a problem time and time again, that sister that maybe your brother, who by maybe Satan has gotten somehow and they've departed. Their soul is weak. Or they may not have departed. You know, you can be sitting here and be, and be departing. You have departed. <laughs> you are sitting here, you are brethren by brethren. You are so used to us, so there's nothing you can do. But inside you, you are, are turning far. It's possible. That one is a little more dangerous. The other one is better. You'll be like the mass. The second one is more dangerous. You'll be like Alexander the Coppersmith. Terrible fellow. Worse than the past. <laughs> Question. But whenever, if you check it, if you check it well, this is why you have to be the one to guard your own hands. The, the, the instrument that the enemy, that's why they say, unless any man, because it's men that the enemy uses. The instrument that the enemy will use to take you out of the way, that instrument, in two years time, the enemy will be correct. Here they go to Nigeria. <laughs> persecution. The more he tries out, the more the thing grow. 
So by the time they were suspecting Jesus to resurrect, they quickly went to they quickly went to Caesar. Caesar, let them do you know, remember now, he said, What so that the disciples will not say he has resurrected? So let us close the tomb with stone. Is that what they did? To pre- they already preparing ahead of if he resurrects so that they can kill the message even when he resurrects. Oh boy, give up now. That boy don't they give up. Right. <laughs> you get me? Well, I know there was a phase where 
thing we have all this line. See, I think it's those people. I want to, I want to, are you doing, am I the only person you listen to? Are you the only, am I the only person you listen to? I can understand that Why are you saying that?
Let's go to Genesis chapter 3. This was the, this was the discussion there. Genesis chapter 3. You know, if you, if you ask me personally, I've always been of that kind of soft nature. That, ah, if somebody is not doing well, we should do everything. And we should actually do everything. You know, to show be vulnerable, do everything. But now I realize that no, no, no. That is not everlasting sense. Everlasting sense means you should do everything, but your own soul should be guarded. Because you are what you are going to visit is a soul who Satan has touched. And so we are trying to save the soul from the Satan. But by you not being guarded, you can be infected with that heart. You get it? You can be infected with that thought. That thought that you now go when you now go to your own bed. Huh. But what Sister Jane was saying, it didn't make sense. Yeah. I think there's a problem there. That is evil. You know, that's how the ten spies became ten spies. It was one spy. It was one people who bought first. One person passed it to another. The other person, eh, hey, yes, so there were giants there. I said, evil began to spread. It must be the gate that will stop it. Praise God. And it's possible to be so shielded. And it's not a physical shield, not so not that you be angry. If you get it, it's a soul thing. That right now I'm talking to somebody who is away from us. Who are trying to get the soul back. You get it. So it means that what the person, the person should not have influence over your life. That's what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? The person's thoughts, or maybe maybe a doctrinal thoughts, should not have influence over your life. How would I put it again? Again, I'm going to read Genesis. Sorry, I hope I'm not offending anybody. Are we okay? Are we okay? Are we sure? If you have questions, someone talk to me because this is the, I'm speaking from Messiah, from what the, the tongue that came. Praise God. Amen. If you have questions, please come and talk to me after. I can also speak it in the Christ's way. You know, I can also speak it softly. I can also, I can also do that. You get me. So that's it. <laughs> for you. Amen. Now, remember I said, whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, this is the way, it's a road. Have not God, right? See, uh, then it now says that, uh, what's the next verse? Then when it says, uh, beware lest any man uh, spoil you, that's pollution. But first John chapter 2, how did he say it? Well, I can help me. First John chapter 2, that verse. Yes, that bringeth not this doctrine. <laughs> so, when you see someone who is out of the way, he does not have this doctrine. That's why he departed. That's why his soul has strained away. I not just physically divine, you know what I mean? By soul thoughts. So, who are you talking to? You are talking to somebody who has another doctrine. Yes. They are talking to somebody who believes something else. That's why they are not with us. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. So you must be conscious of that. 
It does not actually mean don't talk to the person. In your soul, don't believe in gospel. In your soul, don't, it means don't accept any talk that he's telling you. Don't accept it in your soul. That person should not be an influencer in your life. That's what we are saying. The doctrine of Christ should be the influencer in your life. This is real talk. Are you ready? It did not mean that. No, this is the, these are soul boys, soul beings. They are not talking that don't talk, don't befriend people, don't talk to people, don't listen to people. But you are talking to a soul who is out of the way. Now, imagine, I don't know, I want to, I don't have a way here. Imagine this is, the, this is a way. Imagine this is a way. And then maybe, uh, maybe somebody is here and talking to me out of the way. If I'm listening to the person, what will happen? They say that at that moment they are out of the road. We are trying to bring them into the road, and the spirit who brought them out of the road is trying to bring you is ministration versus administration. So while you are ministering to the person, the person is also ministering back to you. <laughs> so when John will say, if they tell you about the four and you are not strong, don't go. <laughs> so when they are that. So you don't buy the thoughts. 
Imagine, you know, sometimes maybe you are in your house, and all they shouting for you from your veranda. I remember last night, so the one is here. He's looking well, I'll grow this up. I remember at one point, I used to move back to his in, in boarding school, in Kingston Secondary School. And the guy used to live close to me. Satan is terrible. Why would he leave, put such a person close to my house? <laughs> so the guy used to go and visit me. He used to do all manners of things. Bad things, terrible things, I will say it. <laughs> so after, after secondary school, I vowed that, you know, I'm done with this life. You're going to smoke weed, all kinds of things. I said, no, I'm done with this life. I need to, because I'm looking, I'm looking at the trajectory of my life. They have been suspended me from school. They to expel me. They were like, Destiny. <laughs> 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 ah, I think I want this for living close to my 
I pray that you don't take them out of this world. You get me? That you keep them, but you keep them from the evil one. It means you can be kept from the evil one in this world. It's possible. How do you know how? Stature. Do you know how? Stature. What is stature? Stature is an erection of shield. Now hear me. We're in Genesis. We're not doing Genesis chapter 3. Don't worry. We have to do it quick. A quick one. Uh-huh. We have prayer meeting on Thursday. Don't miss it. Praise God. That was the evening. Or if you can't make it, you stream it at least. We'll have to go and we'll continue it there. Praise God. Let's see. Let's first see Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. Who wants to help me read? FK. Genesis 15, verse 1. One. After this thing, the word of the Lord came to unto Abraham in vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield. I am thy shield. And thy exceeding. And thy exceeding. You know that is God and Father. Everlasting life is shield. Eternal life is reward. Check it. And to build shield is walk. So we call it walks. Everlasting walks. To build shield is work out your salvation in fear and trembling. So we start with Christ. That's why they put on the whole armor of God. All those armor is who? Is Christ. When he is full, he turns to Father everlasting life. Remember, what is the armor of God? God, you're going to what? The, the belt of truth. What is truth? The word. Who is that? Christ. Then what else? Put on the breastplate of righteousness. What is that? The gospel of Christ, which we are not ashamed of. But therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Your feet, preparation of the gospel of peace. Who is that? That's gospel. Shield of faith. How does faith come? And hearing by the Lord. That's Christ. Sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The helmet of salvation is what turns it to everlasting life. Eight. Helmet of salvation. Judgment. Sense. How to use all that armor with sense. Are you seeing that? So when you are learning Christ, what are you learning? You are learning shield. Praise the name of the Lord. You are learning what? Shield as against what? All the arrows of the enemy. That's why Christ is the head of principalities and powers. He's a shield against every principality and power. Anything the enemy can concord against you. When you learn Christ, you have learned development against it. Then the, the end of it is that you not only love righteousness, then you hate departure. That is what seals, that's the helmet of salvation. When you have not only learned Christ, as a shield, you now also descend what Satan does and hate it.
I hope I'm being clear. So, are you seeing how you develop shield? Somebody help me. How do you develop shield? You learn Christ, rooted and built up in Him, established the faith, even as you have been taught. Thereafter, you have been learning and learning, you keep learning, you love righteousness, you now hate what God hates. You will hate Him. Now, can you ever talk? If you love Christ only and don't hate what God hates, you can still talk. You must hate turning that you will never be able to talk. Are you saying that? If you still have that door that you may still turn, oh, I love this, oh, I love pastor, I love this doctor, I love this, this awesome, but you still have a door that you can still exit. Even with all the Christ you have learned, you are not yet safe. Until you hate and shut that door. You know, this is, this is how it comes to me. I will shut the door and throw the keys away. So that in case I ever, ever had the thought, to, I will not know how to open the door again. <laughs> you, you lose the key. You know why sometimes you can buy a padlock with number combination? So you can buy a padlock, lock the door, use it to do a random number, so that you never remember the number. That's what you need to do to yourself. So that you will never be able to come out of it. Because by nature, as long as you have read that door, Satan will always come through that door. That's exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. Are you ready? Let's 10 minutes. Genesis chapter 3. That's what happened in the Garden of Eden. Percy opened door. And he's just, he's, he actually is indeed sorrowful. Adam is probably the most sorrowful person you find, you will find in heaven. I don't believe he's in hell. In fact, he will take an eternal life for God to console him. Because now, he, you know, you have seen all the fruit of his, his sin. All the katakata, the scatter scatter, the problems that that one thing he did has caused all, because we're all his children. <laughs> when he seen you, he seen his child, he seen his descendants. And he's wondering, I did all this. The pain. You will need that. You will need an eternal consolator. I won't be able to comfort him. You will only take God who created him to comfort him. Yes. Let's see. Let's see so we can finish. Genesis chapter 3. I'll read because of the time that's left. And now the serpent was more subtle than any of the beasts of the field which the Lord had made. And said unto the woman, Yea, had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the, of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto, unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened. And ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant to the eyes, meaning it was ministering to her, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did it, and gave also unto her husband wheat, unto her husband wheat, and he did it. Now, let's keep going. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sealed thick leaves together, and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the 
garden. Now, excuse me, some people will say, no, Adam was not there. Adam was not there. Eve was the, Eve was one who ate the fruit and gave it to her husband. The Bible first of all has already told you that she was with her. Okay, even if you don't believe that. If they could hear the voice of the Lord walking far in the garden. Excuse me, was there anybody else talking in that garden? So when the serpent was talking to Eve, you think Adam was running. There's nobody else talking now. No other voice is going on in the garden. Apart <laughs> from that conversation. So it means that Adam was very, very, very aware of the conversation going on. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, if there's a large garden, for far, the Lord is coming and you can hear him. Is it now when somebody is talking to your wife, you know him? And there's nobody else but you and your wife. You will hear now. He knew. He knew. Now, I want to show you something. Adam opened the door for that tree. Do you know why? By his delay in eating the other one. The tree of life. Adam loved crap life, but he did not eat in it. The evidence that you hate iniquity is that you go all in with God. If you are not ready to go all in with God, it's because you still want to leave one God in case. So, remember what, what did the God say to them? You shall eat of every tree, including the tree of life. And when you start eating the tree of life, you will never be tempted again. Remember, after they come, they sin, right? God now said that, drive them away, lest they eat now. That means they've never eaten of the tree of life before. Let them now eat of the tree of life and eternalize forever, live forever with that problem. So the moment Adam took one fruit of tree of life, eternalized. It means he never ate it. Why would you never eat something that God has permitted you to eat? It means he did not like it somewhere. <laughs> he was delaying eating it. And when you are delaying with God, you are saying, you have opened up say no. It means you are delaying one voice. Then you open the door for another voice to Because it must have been eaten all the other, or it must have been eaten many of the other fruit, but he, he did not eat the tree of life. And he could have before serpent ever came to tempt him. Is that correct? Am I communicating? Are you seeing that? So it means you must love this way and hate the other way. You must be sold out to this way and hate any other way. It's the only way you will be saved and saved forever. Otherwise, if you are hanging out on the fence all the time, you are just attracting Satan. Now, hear me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Please, just allow me. Can you please? Just a few more minutes, I beg you, please. Petition you. Because <laughs> this is a, a lot to say that we will still continue it. But I want to let you know that both trees were talking. To talk, I cannot be talking and yet I'm talking. Let me give you just a one right thing. Let's say convention is coming and we now announce that Reverend is coming. Reverend and Reverend Helen is coming to Edmonton. Everybody will begin to behave themselves. But so then what can we do for you? <laughs> no, we are not, nobody has spoken to you. Do you get me? But 
spoken anything. People that don't used to come for weeks, years, months, all of a sudden they are ready. Hey! <laughs> it is that announcement. No one has been spoken. But that announcement is bringing voices. That's what, what we're talking about the word of God being the beginning of living. That's what we mean. The word of God has its voice. It has voice. It is the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. It causes you to do things even before he comes. Am I communicating? It causes you to have some array. You know how to comport yourself in the house of God. So when God comes, you will be wearing suits. No rag. Remember, when they went to go and bring everybody to the banquet hall, who will need this God that says, go and bring everybody? Some people don't get sense that when they go king house, I should not wear this rag clothes. How many days does king invite me to his palace? I'll now bring my rag and enter that place. Sense. When was the last time you invited people? Normally, you notice people you invite. This time you say, okay, people don't want to come. Can't invite everybody from the street. It means normally when they are inviting people, they don't invite you. They finally not invite you. You now carry your rag and enter the place. <laughs> so what did the king say? These people are not prepared. Who would just let the announcement that they should come? Invitation is a voice. Who does the invitation? That is that is admission of the angel is my presence as an invitation. That thing should be speaking to you. That now you are chosen. Prepare yourself and come. So a soul who has not gone through the voices of the Lord, meaning Christ and everlasting life, the word of God that liveth and abide, will not be ready to talk with God. In, your, in the spirit, your clothing is Christ. Your clothing is everlasting life. Are we together in the house, please? I round up. Oh, thank you for this labor. God will help us in the name of God's name. Because the time, the thing is there. I'm just rushing the thing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So now let's see. Verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. So it means that his walk speaks. You get it? And where do they die? When did they uncover his walk in the scriptures? Jesus put it this way. Lo, as is written of me. In where? In the volume of the books to do that will of God. Amen. So, as you are under the authority of the world, the world will be culturing you in the way you should go. Praise God. Finally. There's a reason why it's called the culture. Um, finally, I'm looking for, let's see John. I think it's John chapter 4. I think you may need to listen to this message you came. But this message is, I didn't see, you came with, with help. You need to, for you to be sealed in this. There are a lot of things that have been said. Amen. 
Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. John chapter hmm, maybe six. I'm looking for. I want to show, I want to explain something. There it says. Is, is John chapter John chapter six? It says, "Ye search the scriptures. You think that by then you have eternal life." What, what chapter is that? Ah, chapter five. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. I'll start from verse 38. And ye have not his word abiding in you. I was talking about. The, the, okay, let's start from 37. And the Father himself, which has sent me, had borne witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. These are two things. Ye have never heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. And ye have not his word abiding in you. For whom, for whom he had sent, him ye believe not. Verse 39. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. And ye will not come to me that ye might have life. This thing is deep. But the first thing you want you to know is that for you to get to him, you must first search through the scriptures. It's a journey of the scriptures. Then there's a, there's a final thing inside it. The final thing is that a soul who has journeyed through righteousness and judgment, that soul will now be perfect in hearing the voice of God. I can't do justice for time is done. Search the scriptures. It means the scriptures talk of me. The scriptures prepare you for me. The scriptures give you the equipment of my sheep. So that by the time I am coming, you will know it is me who is coming. When I am talking, you will know it is me who is talking. Before, you will be shady. You know I'm shady? Because you have not known me. You don't know it. You get me? For example, let's say you've never seen me, maybe I've been in Nigeria for all this while, just heard about me, heard about me, heard about me. Then I call you, but you don't know my voice. So I call you and I say, This is James that you've been hearing about, and I give you an instruction. After you drop the phone, the first thing that you think is this really James? Why? You've never heard his voice before. You don't know his form, you don't know his countenance. This is where we make error in living. So, because of the gap in knowledge, praise the name of we end in the voice. So, when you journey through the scriptures, through the scriptures, the volume of the books, they will teach you about this person. Why? So that you can discern the person. I kid you not, you will know. When you and soak yourself in judgment in the world, you will descend the person. You will know the voice. My sheep know my voice. They will not listen to the voice of a stranger. Why do you used to listen to the voice of a stranger who is out of the way before? It's because you were not sure of his voice. So you need to know him. Then you will now 
the accuracy of his voice. Sorry, we need to close. I've not done justice. And that is exactly what happened. Let me just show you. We'll come back visit this again on Thursday. That's exactly what happened in Genesis chapter 3. Today is a blessed day, isn't it? Yeah, sure. You need to listen. I, I, I call on you. Listen to this message again. It did not come from me. If this message is instructive how you deal with brethren who are out of the way. And even some you may not even know are out of the way, but you are not you cannot, cannot descend. It means you should always have shield, develop shield, a permanent shield for your soul. Okay. Know that there should be nothing that should take you out of the doctrine of Christ. In fact, nothing that should take you out of here, let me just say it clearly. Do you get me? Unless me too. I also did that. <laughs> and how do you know? How would you know? I'll just lay it there for you. How would you know I've departed? What is the vision I've laid? We go from life to everlasting life to eternal life with you, Jesus. Colossians chapter 2, verse 2. I say the acknowledgement of the mystery of what? Of Christ. And of the Father and of God, or of God, of the Father and Christ, which is eternal life, everlasting life, and life. So that's how you know. So when you start hearing me preach stats, Orion, just verse one me first. You get me? <laughs> that should come back to what? To th- so when I say stay here and be saved, it's because not because of me, it's because of doctrine. You get me? It's because of doctrine. It's the doctrine. I'm not, I'm not the owner of the doctrine. It's the doctrine. It's the doctrine that's the center for God. Praise God. It's safety. Sorry. It's safety. It's safety because I know there are evil spirits everywhere. All trying to get at that door, you still have that is open in your soul. All of us will still have that door somewhere. Don't worry. Let me tell you, Satan, if Satan sees a door, don't say that you will sleep and you will forget it. Satan, no, he will come for that. Do you know the only people he thinks about is you people. It's not people who are just going to come again. It's demons that he leaves for to hang out and disturb them. It's you, Satan will come for. So he doesn't have too many people. <laughs> so if you are leaving a door, I kid you not, he will come for that door. So you must be fortified as against that door. You must, you must have shield before the door comes. You will surely come and speak with that door. Just like Adam left the door and he came to speak. Why did Serpent come and speak when Eve was not here? Do you think he does not know Do you think he was not there? Why did he wait until Eve has come? And Eve, is it because even though Adam had kind of opened the door, Adam, because all he knew was the voice of the Lord, he could not bring himself to eat that tree. Even though he did not want to eat, he knows that you don't want to do God's will, but at the same time, it's not like you want to talk. That's how Adam was. 
Then Adam will now open somebody who is a weaker vessel. Because God, when God brought Eve, a weaker vessel, you get it. And God, you see, if Eve later on, if Adam did not eat that fruit and Eve repented, both of them would have been fine. That's why I tell you, the person that the enemy will use against you two years later, the person will be, will be fine, you would have lost your way. Because God will not judge the person because the person was weaker. So when Eve was around, Serpent said, this is the opportune time to use this stuff. Convince Eve, and then get Eve to convince Adam, since I can't reach Adam directly. And guess what? Adam was already convinced before Eve. It's just that he couldn't be convinced by the serpent. You get me? He was actually waiting, watching for Eve. And if it's me, I'm going to say, Steve, why are you talking to her? What do you have to say that you cannot say? <laughs> But why was he hiding there? It means he was interested in that conversation. Well, he didn't want to. He wanted to do, you know, there's a way we have wisdom. He didn't want to be so. When God called, ah, God, no, it's a woman, no. He, he has any prepared thoughts. He has been thinking it is. No, it's a woman, no. It's evil. It's a woman you gave me. So it's your fault. It's a woman you gave me. It's a lie. He has been thinking it is. He has already prepared his backup plan for what he will say to God. So today, God, I do not actually disobey you. Why disobey you? Why not disobey you? It's a lie. Praise God. Now, I wanted to show you something. Let's see. Let's see so we can finish. Amen. 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 Let's see. Let's see. Verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God. We're going to continue from here in Thursday. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. That voice was preparing soul for the voice of God. Now, see this. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. It's that walk of the Lord. They call it waves. The ways of God. He's an instructor, right? Do you get it? He's an instructor. He tells you to prepare your heart. That's Christ and everlasting life. Prepare your heart for God is coming to you. So then what happened? In the cool of day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves. It's not the first time that the Lord, every time the Lord comes, it comes by walking because it's coming from a distance. So it's not the first time that they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. But now, a different reaction. Before they will prepare their hearts, make sure they are holy. You know, they are separated, they are ready to hear what God has to say. Do you get me? But now they went to hit themselves. Do you get me? So when the actual voice, you know, the first one is voices, many waters. What God, the first one, or the dimension which I call Christ and everlasting life, are the voices of God, which are the voices, the sound of many waters, for to prepare you for the voice of God. This is a labor, please. For to prepare your heart for the voice of God. It's how I always say that when they wanted to speak to Elijah, how did they speak to him? A still small voice. But all the other ones were also voices. Earthquake. Elijah could fear now. If earthquake happened right now, first of all, you pick grace. You forget that I'm ministering the voice of God to you. Some of you are ready in your car, ready to go home. Before. <laughs> Sure, he's a lamb who is talking. So, the, if he gets me, 
So they can't hear that voice. The Lord will talk to a soul who has not journeyed through. He can talk, but you'll not be hearing him well. A soul who has not journeyed through the exercise of the world to prepare your heart for his blessing. And that's what played out here. So after they heard the voice of the Lord God, not only they prepared their heart, but the preparation of their heart now was evil. So they went to hide themselves. Do you get me? They went to hide themselves, uh, hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, What is this? Where art thou? Breaking news, God knew where he was. He was hiding behind the tree. But God, what was, why did God say where Adam? That thing, that thought, that wrong preparation that makes you go and hide yourself. Whereas yesterday when I called, I came. You were eager to listen to hear what I have to say. Today I came. The thoughts that make you go and hide yourself from me, where are thou? I cannot find you. Meaning I cannot find your works. Somebody has done another works inside you. So works are thoughts. Praise God. What are works? Thoughts. Let's end here. Let's just let's just come on, don't say. Don't say anything. Father, we thank you for today. We give you praise. You will help us, my father. You said you're going to seal us. You will redeem seal us against the waves of the enemy. You erase us. These are enmities of thoughts. How Satan introduced thoughts to your soul. Like God will so raise us up that our thoughts will be sealed against every thought of darkness. In the name of Jesus. Completely fortified in the name of Jesus. No weapon fashioned against us shall prosper. Because the shield that God is going to do in us will be so complete in the mighty name of Jesus. I come against every contrary thought against the doctrine of Christ, against the doctrine of the Father, against the doctrine of God in this house. In the name of, I judge it in the name of Jesus. The Lord will keep us whole. The Lord will keep us fortified. The Lord will defend us. The Lord will build, erect in us a shield. He shall be our son and our shield. He shall give us grace and glory. He will defend us against every arrow of the enemy. He will prepare us in thoughts. He will do more works in our souls so that we can ready for our love. We are ready for our husband. We are ready for our God. We are ready to speak over face to face over with Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are ready. Amen. Sorry, I just want to say one or two more things. What, the sum of what we have done today is to let you know that enmity rise in your thoughts. So when you interact with any soul, the soul is an exchange of thoughts. So if you interact with a soul who is out of the way, the thought, what, is, what is coming out of the mouth of that thought, of that soul, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is, what is coming out of the mouth of that soul is the thoughts that made him depart. The thoughts that made him stay out of the way. So they are saying to you, don't bite that thought. Rather, 
And the only way not to buy that thought is to have a shield in your soul that this God shall be my God. This part of life, this is where I die. We die here. That is also a thought. It will defend you against every other thought. Then the Bible now says also as we're going, it says, this says to scriptures, even if then you have eternal life, not knowing that the thought of you, after you've been shielded against every wrong thought, it means that the only voice that you will now be listening to now is whose voice? Is God's voice. Right. Because thoughts are voices. So the reason for Christ and everlasting life is to shut up every other voice. So that the only voice you now be hearing is my voice. That's what they say today. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Shalom. Thank you for joining. Amen. And if you have questions, please chat with me after the service. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Father, I, I, I believe, I'm checking my heart. I believe I will beat you. I believe I've said everything that from that everlasting life. And you want to bring to us today. You said you are going to seal us. I pray, O oh God, that every heart that has received my words shall be sealed and shall be blessed in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Have a wonderful week ahead. I'll see some of you on Thursday, hopefully. And uh, next Saturday, we'll meet again by God's grace. Amen. Shalom. Amen. God bless you too, sir.
Shine for you dwells between the 